Lager's Carpool is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. Welcome in, and thanks for joining me on my drive to work this morning. It's been a minute since my last episode, but I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. We got a good one ahead to talk about the Lakers, their current state, uh, where they're at, where they're at with some injuries, and what to look forward to. All right, let's get into it. All right, since my last episode, the big news in my last episode was that LeBron James was injured or got injured and that he was going to be out for a pretty much indefinite amount of time at the, at the time uh, with an ankle sprain. So the Lakers have been playing without Anthony Davis, without LeBron James. They've had some injuries with guys like Marcus Saul. Um, and they, you know, they haven't been doing too bad, all things considered. But the Lakers signed Andre Drummond, which was a huge signing. Um, got him in the buyout market. They didn't really make the Lakers didn't make any moves um, in the, uh, the Lakers didn't make any moves at the trade deadline, which to some fans was kind of disappointing, to some fans was kind of surprising, but we weren't really sure what to expect from the Lakers because I mean going into the season the Lakers were if you if you all remember the Lakers were touted as the best team in the league hands down, uh, huge favorites to win the championship and no one was going to touch them. That was kind of the storyline going into the season. Like, who's going to beat the Lakers? How are the Lakers going to fall? The Lakers are only going to, uh, you know, not win the championship if they deal with injuries, which has sort of happened. So the Lakers uh, have dealt with injuries, so we weren't really sure what was going to happen at the trade deadline where the Lakers going to pick up um, a guy like Kyle Lowry, a point guard, or were they going to be able to get a big man? And... At the, end the, at the end of the day, they didn't do anything, which I think I think ultimately was the right decision, all things considered, looking back at it now, seeing that they, that they were able to sign Andre Drummond, because that really fills a hole that the Lakers had, I, I think, especially on their on the defensive end. Um, this is something that it's really, for me, on the podcast has been the biggest issue with the Lakers this season was their size, uh, something that they really were missing compared to looking at back at last season when they had JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard you know those two guys on their own aren't great players at this time you know at this at their age now and all that stuff but together they created a a formidable front court that the Lakers could you know protect the rim and defend and, and do all these things and then on the offensive side they were just like in the dunker spot and would feed off of Anthony Davis and LeBron James and get open and stuff so the Lakers were really missing that. They they got Marcus Gasol, who is a good offensive mind. He's a great passer. He's a good defender in the right spots, but just not quite as athletic, not as much of a rim, rim defender as JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard were. 
So, Lakers sign Andre Drummond, fill that void. They get a, a formidable big man that's a great player that can play both offense and defense. You know, Andre Drummond can create his own shot on the offensive end, which is, for a big man, is, is very impressive. I mean, he's not, like, jacking up threes and stuff, but, like, you can give him the ball in the key, at the block, you know, in the post, and he can turn and face and, and make a move on you and hit, you know, he has, a, he has a pretty soft shot. He can hit a little banker floater type shot if he, if he needs to, or he can power you inside. So the Lakers add Andre Drummond to a lineup that, that has LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So the Lakers officially have their big three. You know, it was, it wasn't, it was, it was unsure if the Lakers would need a, you know, a third best player, quote unquote, uh, for a while. Uh, Dennis Schroeder was kind of taking that position. He's a, he was a good, I mean, he still is, but he's a good uh, playmaker. He can get to the rim. He can hit mid-range shots. He can hit some threes and and go from there, you know. So so Dennis Schroeder was kind of playing that, like, third best, third best guy kind of role because that was kind of some criticism on the Lakers team last season was all the media and, and everyone was, well, who's, who's the Lakers' third best player? If, if LeBron or Anthony Davis – is off the court, who's who's going to step up and be the next best player on the court? Um, so Dennis Schroeder was doing that for the Lakers, and, and now I think Andre Drummond can kind of take that, that role as well. So the Lakers get bigger, get more athletic by the signing of Andre Drummond, which I think only is going to make them better. And I think signing Andre Drummond came at the perfect time too because Anthony Davis has been out since February. LeBron has been out since like mid-March um so the Lakers have really been I mean they I think when I think when Anthony Davis went down it was right before the all-star break and the Lakers were around the third the three seed I think I think Phoenix had just jumped the Lakers for the three seed I want to say um and now the Lakers are in the fifth seed they've been maintaining the fifth that fifth seed spot pretty much this entire time that both Anthony Davis and LeBron James have been out which ultimately is pretty impressive when you have your two best players not only are they are they your two you know the two best players on the team but they're the two best players I mean they're not maybe not the two best players in the league but they're two of the top five best players in the league like let's not kid ourselves right so like you lose not only your two best players but two of the top five players in the league right now and the team is not completely tanking and doing awful, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that just shows how, how good the Lakers' depth, depth is and really proves the point of a lot of people uh, going into what they were saying going into the season about this Lakers team and just how deep they are. And then, again, adding Andre Drummond just makes it unfair almost. So, so the question really is, it's lots of how are the Lakers going to continue doing, but but how are they going to do in the in the future, in the playoffs? Well, the good news is Anthony Davis, it's rumored. I don't think I've seen it officially yet anywhere. It's rumored that Anthony Davis will be or could be ready to play on Thursday night against Dallas. So the Lakers' upcoming games are Thursday night against Dallas, and they play Dallas again over the weekend. So, if Anthony Davis is back on Thursday, that's a great sign for just the Lakers and the future of their team, you know, the future of 
of how they can end this regular season. And then LeBron James shouldn't be too far behind Anthony Davis. His injury, I think, was a little less um, impactful than Anthony Davis's injury. But that being said, LeBron James is is 36 years old, and and you know he should take his time recovering. I've said I said this when when the news first came out, and when we're everyone was talking about this. I'd much rather have the Lakers going in to the playoffs at a lower seed with a as close to 100% healthy Anthony Davis and LeBron James than either of them come back too soon just to to get a higher seed but but then by the time playoffs will roll around they're either they're hurting or they're tired or, or whatever it is so you know there's a lot to there's a lot that goes into really understanding and trying to see how the Lakers are going to do in the playoffs um, you know we're we're a little less than a month away from the start of the playoffs i believe the the Lakers' last game before the playoffs, I think, is May 12th. It's like mid-May time frame. So, we're, yeah, we're like three weeks or so away from the start of the playoffs. And Anthony Davis is going to be getting reintegrated back into, into playing, hopefully at the end of this week. And then LeBron James, there's, I, again... There hasn't been anything official out about either of either Anthony Davis or LeBron James, um, so it's hard to say exactly when they'll be back or when you know when, at least for LeBron James. I th- I'm pretty sure. So like Kyle Kuzma after the Lakers, one of their more recent games, Kyle Kuzma had a quote saying that you know he's like Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis better be back, better be playing on Thursday or something something like that. So Kyle Kuzma's saying it which is a good sign that AD will probably be back by Thursday, if not if not their second game against Dallas over the weekend. So, you know, there's a lot of things, that, like I was saying, there's a lot of things that go into what the, you know, what the Lakers are going to look like in the playoffs because you have your two best players, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, coming back from injury. They haven't been able to play a, a live game for well, for Anthony Davis, has been since February, so it's been about two months, a little over two months. For LeBron James, it'll, I mean, hopefully, it'll end up only being like a month and a half or so. Um, but still, I mean, a month, a month, month and a half to two months of no live action playing is going to, you know, you lose your wind real quick when when you just kind of stop playing and and you just you just kind of don't play at all for for two months it's easy you know you lose your wind you got to stay stay in shape and I mean obviously LeBron and Anthony Davis are doing workouts they're they're practice they're in practice they're doing stuff they're they're rehabbing they're staying active it's not like they're just sitting on the couch doing nothing but at the same time like if you want if you want an injury to fully heal you have to let it heal first, and then you have to kind of rehab it, get it back to you know normal strength, and then you start going full speed. So we're to the, towards the tail end of that, where they should be getting ready to, to. They're either finishing up rehab and ready to go full speed, or you know somewhere in that in that phase of things. So so they they could come back, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if they came back in the late and they did weren't either weren't playing that well, or, or if they only played. 
a handful of minutes just to kind of get their speed back up, especially because the Lakers have been playing decent enough. I mean, they... I mean, since my last episode, there's been a lot of games that have, that have gone on. But the Lakers, they beat the Nets, which was, a you know, a great win where the Nets were playing without Harden. Um, but K- KD was playing. Kyrie Irving was playing. Kyrie Irving did get ejected. Um, the Lakers pulled off the win, and it was a blowout win. So the Lakers have beat the Nets without Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And it wasn't like they just beat the – 100% just beat the Scrubs or anything like that. Um, they – they beat the Jazz earlier on, although the Jazz were playing without some of their better players. Um, you know, they've, they've won games, and then they've also won games against the weaker teams in the league that they should be beating without Anthony Davis and LeBron James. So the Lakers have been doing well without, well enough at least, without, without AD and LeBron. So in some ways, you know, again, you don't want to rush them back. You don't want anything to get re-injured. You don't want um, things like that to happen. So, so it's this, it's this like tough thing where it's like you want them back so they can get their 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 conditioning back up for the start of the playoffs. But then at the same time, you know, you don't want to push them too too soon. So, I mean, I, the Lakers have one of the best training staffs in the entire league. They know what they're doing. Um, the, I'm sure the, I'm sure Anthony Davis could have been ready to play live action games two or three weeks ago, but chose not to just to make sure he's fully ready and stuff. So I'm not again. I'm not. I'm, I have faith in the Lakers organization. I have faith in the training staff, and I have faith in LeBron and Anthony Davis that they know their bodies and they know how to how to deal with deal with the injuries. So, but all that being said, is will the Lakers be ready for playoffs and where will they be heading into the playoffs? So, the Lakers are in the fifth seed right now, um, which means that as we stand, they would be going in playing against the Denver Nuggets, who are in the fourth seed. The Lakers are two and a half games behind the Nuggets in the Western Conference standings, and the Nuggets. So, Jokic is playing a great season. He's playing great this season. He's he is a high uh, candidate for for MVP this season. He's playing great. However, the Nuggets did lose Jamal Murray, who, you know, I've talked about Jamal Murray on the podcast before. He showed out big time in the playoffs in the bubble last season. Uh, you know, the Nuggets beat the Clippers, and then they went on to play the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, where... You know, Murray was averaging like 30 points a game or whatever. And then he comes into this season and he goes back to averaging like 19 or so. He's just kind of an in- inconsistent player. But that being said, he's, he's still a good player. He's one of the Nuggets' best, better players on the team. And I wouldn't be surprised had he, you know, had he been healthy when playoffs rolled around this season if he went out went off again. Um, but a couple weeks ago, Jamal Murray went down with a torn ACL, so he's done for the season. Um, does not mean that the Nuggets are still not a a team to be reckoned with. Um, like I said, Jokic is playing well. The Nuggets did sign Aaron, or they didn't sign, they traded for Aaron Gordon before the trade deadline. So they've added some talent, they've added some athleticism, and uh, they, you know, they have one of the best players in the league on their team right now. So 
So the Nuggets are a good team. The Lakers, if the playoffs started right now, the Lakers would face the Nuggets in the playoffs, and the Nuggets would have home, home court advantage, which home court advantage for the Nuggets is a big deal because if you don't know, you know Denver, the mile high, mile high city, playing at altitude, high altitudes, um, it's tough. You know, it's tough to when you're, especially for the Lakers, right? The Lakers are are used to playing near near sea level, and when they play Denver, they have to go and play at a high altitude where it's just harder to to get your catch your breath get oxygen your blood flowing and all that stuff um really does play a toll on players so so home court advantage for the nuggets is a big deal um but like i said the lakers are only two and a half games behind the nuggets as we stand right now the nuggets have lost jamal murray and won't be getting him back the lakers will hopefully be getting anthony davis and lebron james back very very soon so I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers were able to make some headway in the standings, um, at the very least, jumping the Nuggets in that four seed. You know, I don't know if they could get more. I think I think the Clippers are in the three seed right now. Suns are in the two seed, and Jazz are the one seed. I think the Lakers are ten. No, I think the Lakers are. They're eight or eight or ten games behind the Jazz for first place, so they probably won't be catching up there. But they could definitely make some things could move around before the end of the season. In the in the last few weeks, we have of the regular season, um, but it's all really content for the Lakers. It's really all contingent on when LeBron James, and Anthony Davis come back, and how they look when they come back. You know, it's not it's not a like I said. I have I have faith in the Lakers training staff, but also at the same time. We've seen players come back from injury before they're ready and, and stuff. So, so we'll we'll have to wait and see. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but it's good news for the Lakers that they're getting two of their best players back just a little bit before the playoffs start. So hopefully they can make some headway in the standings. Because even if they jump, you know, if they take the four seed and switch with the Nuggets and the Nuggets get the fifth seed, the Lakers are still the Lakers still play the Nuggets in the first round. But at least the Lakers would secure home court advantage in in that series at the very least so the lakers you know things are looking things are looking good i have i don't know i'm getting it was it was a little tough i mean as you can tell with my my lack of podcast episodes each week you know my goal was to do one a week i was doing it for a little bit and i'm not gonna lie after after anthony davis and lebron james went down i it's, it's a little hard to to keep up with with everything going on um you know there's less incentive you know when the lakers are losing it's hard to watch it's not fun to watch so but but i do love my lakers no matter what so we're here we're out here we're podcasting we're getting ready so so i looking at the lakers nuggets matchup Jokic is really the most dangerous player the most dangerous player on the nuggets for the lakers and the thing is, is like Anthony Davis is one of the best defenders, one of one of the best big man defenders in the league. Yeah, you add Andre Drummond, who I don't I don't exactly know what his what his stats look like in terms of defensive rating and stuff, but he's a good big man. He can he can when you have when you have good big men that can at least counteract Jokic, like like what we saw in the Western Conference Finals where Dwight Howard, who's Again, he's athletic. He's a, 
he he's a good defender, or at least he's a decent defender. He really frustrated Jokic in that. I think it was game one, game one or game two. He really frustrated Jokic, and Jokic ended up, I think, getting into foul trouble, and only had like twelve points in the game. You know, so it's like even even a guy like Dwight Howard can frustrate Jokic, and and he's only a, a decent defensive player. Uh, you you add a guy like Anthony Davis into the mix. You add Andre Drummond into the mix, and. And it's gonna get it's gonna be tough for for Jokic. So, and again, this is all assuming that the Lakers and the Nuggets stay in that four or five uh, seed, you know, either one in the four or five seed. So, so we'll see what happens. You know, I I think it'll the playoffs look interesting this year. It, it'll be it's kind of fun that the Jazz are, are one of the best teams in the league right now. The Suns are the best, you know, one of the best teams in the league. It's been a minute since it kind of reminds me of the the mid 2000s back when the Suns had Steve Nash and the Jazz had like Carlos Boozer and Andre Kirilenko um you know it's kind of fun it's kind of fun seeing the Lakers or seeing seeing some teams that are not normally good teams be be good and and you know obviously I want the Lakers to to be good I think the Lakers the thing is is like I'm just when it comes to the playoffs obviously it's not if the Lakers were to stay in the fifth seed, it's not ideal for the Lakers to be in the fifth seed. You want them to be at least one through three. Um, that being said, I just am not that worried about the Lakers in the playoffs. LeBron James and Anthony Davis have a great thing. They won a championship in their first season together. They add Andre Drummond to the mix. Andre Drummond has said, you know, because people have asked if Andre Drummond is worried about about chemistry playing together because he, he hasn't been able to play with with them yet on the Lakers. Um, you know, Andre Drummond mentioned that he's played with Anthony Davis for many years on on Team USA basketball, so he he's familiar with playing with Anthony Davis. And, and in some ways, that's most important because they're they're the two big men on the court. So, and LeBron James is just so good at, at making everyone around him better. Getting, getting people the ball, facilitating things, telling people when you know where to be, where, where to cut, how to be in the right place at the right time, and things like that. So, I have a hard time seeing the Lakers lose a series to any team if they if Anthony Davis and LeBron James are 100% fully healthy. I have a hard time seeing either either one, either. I have a hard time seeing the Lakers lose a series to any team in the Western Conference right now. I think that I mean the Clippers are good. All the teams are good. Utah, Phoenix, the Clippers, Denver. They're all good teams. They could push a series to six or seven games with the Lakers, but I just have a hard time seeing the Lakers losing you know in the first or second round of the playoffs. Now Western Conference Finals and the Finals will be will be very interesting if the Lakers make it that far. Western Conference Finals, hard to see exactly how it's going to shape up. And, and honestly, like there's there are teams that are good regular season teams and not good playoff teams. So I'm not saying that's how the how the Nugget or sorry I'm not saying that's how the Jazz or the Suns are, but it's one of those things where like I got to see it to believe it. I haven't. We haven't seen either of these teams be good 
in a long time. They do have good players. They are winning games, but again, I'll I'll believe it when I see it. And I don't necessarily I don't doubt that they're good teams, but there are there are teams in sports, all sports that are good regular season teams that just don't play well in the playoffs. And the Lakers have proven that they can be both. LeBron James over the course of his career has proven that he can take worse teams than than the Lakers, this Lakers team to an NBA Finals out of not in, in not coming out of the one seed of his conference. So the Lakers do have a good track record even though it's only been one season of this general, you know, of this of LeBron James Anthony Davis duo. But LeBron James brings a great track record to the Lakers. So I just have a hard time even imagining the Lakers losing in the first or second round, but again, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We'll see what happens. We'll see how they look when LeBron James and Anthony Davis come back and are are healthy again and hopefully that will be very soon so until then i appreciate you listening and go lakers thank you so much for listening to this episode of lakers carpool if you enjoyed the episode please rate and review on apple Podcasts and share it on social media with your friends you can find the podcast on anchor spotify apple podcasts or most places where you listen to podcasts again Thank you so much for listening, and go Lakers!